Joe from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 14th of December, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Kick off this episode with the gigantic pro-EU demonstration on Saturday the 9th. Local civic organizations, NGOs, and Tbilisi organized a public pro-EU march called Your Voice to the European Union. The event took place one week before the European Council's decision on Georgia's EU candidacy. President Salome Zurabashvili joined the march, but government officials did not participate in the demonstration. Predictably, the organizers created an incredible EU flag, the biggest in the world ever in history, 22 meters wide and 33 meters long, specifically for the event. They symbolically made the 12 stars for the flag in 12 different regions of Georgia. Then they transported them to the capital where they were sewn into the EU flag. On that note about Georgia's EU integration, head of the European Union Summit, which will take place on the 14th and 15th of December, Ricard Joswiak, Europe editor at Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, explored potential outcomes against the backdrop of Hungary's veto threat regarding Ukraine's extension talks. While most EU countries support granting candidate status to Tbilisi, Hungary's objection complicates matters. On Monday the 4th, Viktor Orban, Hungary's corrupt fascist prime minister, sent a letter to Charles Michel, European Council president, declaring the end of the EU's enlargement policy and discouraging a December decision, citing a lack of consensus. European Commission recommended granting Georgia EU candidate status on the 8th of November. The summit's decision, especially regarding Ukraine, faced challenges due to Hungary's opposition, potentially impacting broader EU unity and enlargement policies. It's complicated in general. Georgian Dreamer or Otsneva want candidate status, but do what Putin says, as does Viktor Orban, of course. And Putin hates the EU and anybody getting close to it. Remember the 2014 Russian invasion of Ukraine after the Ukrainians expressed their opinion that they really, really wanted to get closer to the EU. So is Orban just providing an excuse? Complicated. On Tuesday the 12th, President Salome Zurabashvili, speaking in an interview in Prague, emphasized that an EU denial of Georgia's candidate status would lead to deep frustration among Georgians, especially considering the European Commission's recent recommendations. She warned that such a decision would not only disappoint her compatriots, but would also provide huge satisfaction to Russia, reinforcing Moscow's perception of Georgia as a part of its sphere of influence. Zurabashvili highlighted the risk of Russia using the frustration for propaganda and blaming the EU, portraying Georgia as neglected. On Saturday the 9th, the Security Service of Georgia confirmed that three local policemen beat to death Temur Karbaya, a 43-year-old Georgian citizen in Galia, Abkhazia. Reportedly, the policemen stopped Karbaya to check his documents in the center of the district capital of Gali and started insulting and beating him in front of numerous onlookers. He was later taken to the hospital, but his injuries were so severe that doctors couldn't save him. President Salome Zurabashvili said on her social media account that this is a tragic reminder of the blatant violations of elementary human rights in the territories that are occupied by Russia. According to Formula TV, the Abkhazian internal ministry arrested and then released about 10 law enforcement officials, including representatives of the criminal police from the Gali department in connection with the killing of Temur Karabaya, Shalva Papuashvili. Speaker of Parliament said that the killing of a Georgian citizen in the Gali district of Abkhazia was another deplorable fact showing the severity of the situation. Okay. In a follow-up of a story from our last show, on Thursday the 7th, Nika Melia, former leader of the United National Movement, or Natsebi, officially 
left the party. Been a long time coming. He announced plans to establish one of his own. Melia criticized the prevailing political climate in Georgia, emphasizing his commitment to challenging Bidzina Ivanishvili's regime and condemning the informal governance and influence of behind-the-scenes figures within his former party and the government. Describing the corrupt political system, Melia asserted that politicians sacrifice principles for success, fostering a culture of immorality. He expressed a determination to combat the oligarchy's control over Georgia's history, emphasizing the role of the Georgian people. This departure follows his expulsion from the Natsebi on the 27th of November, intensifying pressure on current leader Levan Khabeshvili, who defeated Melia in the January 2023 internal party elections amidst much chalichi. So now he's got his own party, because what Georgia needs is another opposition party. Georgian dream, Oroz Neba rehired Israeli political strategist Moshe Klugaft and Miri Mikaeli, co-founders of the AI-generated news company called ACT, or ACT News, ahead of the 2024 parliamentary elections that will be held on October 26th. Klugaft, experienced election strategist, previously collaborated with Otsneva in 2018 and is associated with the party's let's call them aggressive campaign tactics. His international election expertise includes contributing to the Romanian Social Democrats' 2016 landslide victory. Klugaft expressed satisfaction with Georgia's development and emphasized achieving substantial tasks while ensuring public awareness, whatever that means. Both strategists have advised prominent Israeli figures, including corrupt fascist Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Naftali Bennett, and are recognized for their influence. Otsneba aims to benefit from their expertise in the upcoming elections. Yikes. On Monday, the 11th, U.S. nonprofit organization, the National Democratic Institute, or NDI, commissioned a public opinion poll. According to the results, there's broad support for EU integration. The majority of Georgians, 67%, continue to support NATO membership. Poll reflects a lack of confidence in political parties, with 62% of respondents feeling underrepresented. 46% believe Georgia is a democracy. Citizens mentioned rising prices, jobs, and poverty as the foremost national concerns. 80% of participants see emigration negatively, with low salaries and lack of employment cited as key emigration drivers. In regional news, Selfie, the sole Georgian mobile operator with a 5G license, will launch 5G services in Bakuriani and Gudaudi in December, expanding to other locations, including Tbilisi. Selfie uses cutting-edge technology from Nokia. This advancement promises significantly higher internet speeds and minimal latency, offering diverse opportunities across sectors like transportation, healthcare, and manufacturing. 5G network construction aligns with European Union network security norms. According to Ambralauri Municipality City Hall on Tuesday, the well, the U.S.-European Command's Defense Cooperation Service provided heavy equipment to the State Commissioner's Administration in Racha. The equipment, part of a humanitarian aid initiative, will be distributed to regional municipalities based on their needs. Discussions during the meeting emphasized strong Georgia-U.S. relations and focused on upcoming projects to enhance disaster response and resilience in the racha lechhumi Femosvaneti region. Tuesday the 12th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili announced a substantial increase to the 2024 Ministry of Education and Science budget, reaching 2.5 billion lati, about 900 million U.S. dollars, from 1.9 billion lati, or 700 million U.S. dollars in 2023. Kharabashvili emphasized the government's commitment to education, contrasting it with the previous administration's alleged neglect. 
Prime Minister highlighted a comprehensive plan for education reform, including large-scale initiative to pay teachers more before the election, renovate and construct a thousand new schools, adhering to European standards by 2027, and to pay teachers more before the elections. Additionally, he pledged in the traditional election year move an average increase of 500 lottie, 180 U.S. dollars in teacher salaries, with some cases seeing rises of 600 to 800 lottie or 200 to 300 U.S. dollars, which he said while actually not winking, but he said with a straight face, would enhance the prestige of the teaching profession. Mm -hmm. And this week, with some cultural news, the Georgia National Museum Network is currently showcasing an exhibition on Etruscan civilization at Tbilisi's Museum of Georgia. In collaboration with the Italian embassy, the display explores the pre-Roman civilization's mysterious world, presenting artifacts from the National Archaeological Museum of Florence, Cianciano Terme Museum of Etruscan History, the National Etruscan Museum in Chiusi. The exhibition features urn sculptures, puchero ceramics, bronze vessels, and gold objects discovered in the Chiusi area through archaeological digs. Additionally, it includes two exhibits related to Western Georgia's ancient Colchis kingdom, highlighting a clay vessel and bronze mirror that illustrate the theme of the Argonauts' ancient myth. The exhibition will run to Tbilisi venue until the 31st of March, then moved to the Vani Archaeological Museum in Georgia's West until the 31st of August. And that's it for this week. It's a bit of holiday spirit. Thank you. Thank you for listening, learning, thanking, joining us on this thing called Rorschach. We're all doing it together. Thank you very much. Nachmanis. Nice.